Hello everyone, welcome to the first ever episode of Trash Mob Show, the first ever after the pilot we did last week. But um I, well okay, let's consider this the second show. Um it was awesome doing the first show uh, the last week. If you didn't catch that up, you definitely should go through the oranges of the trash mob term and we explain how that show this show is going to be. But before we continue, mm -hmm. I need to introduce here my co-hosts of this show. Megatron X and Link TV. How are you doing, Mag? Good. I'm doing great. How are you doing, Eddie? I'm doing fantastic. And what about you, Link? I am doing good. I officially have my drink and it's hot as hell outside, so I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, I did get my drinks as well. Um, just some water for today. Uh, I probably should get an energy drink later. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm doing hard seltzer. Hard seltzer, so. Got antioxidants and vitamin C. I needed it after a long day. Okay. It's hump day, but I needed it. Okay, don't judge me. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Uh, in three, two, one. You know what? I have screwed the intro. I have screwed everything again. I'm gonna just export an audio file of this show tonight, <laughs> and because what I, I have the announcement to say, it's. This show also is starting after this one is going to be available on your podcast platforms as well. So you can listen to it whenever you want. Uh, but tonight, we're going to be talking about Tomb Raider or Tomb Raider as I <laughs> my typo. Tomb yeah, that was, okay, I have to say the first person that caught that. Thank you so much, because that was the best running joke on that poll for I don't know how long. <laughs> It, it was like a three, four days uh, poll, and um, I, I say even like Christopher Walken. I don't know if you remember, but he says like that. So it's a Tomb Raider game. Yeah, Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one thing that I want to show you guys it's how close this poll was. I didn't have any idea how interesting the selection of games that we pick it up. So we had a thirty-five yeah. percent votes for Tomb Raider. Uh, 31% <laughs> for Destiny 2 and 33.8% um, for Hitman, the first one. So I believe right now we already have uh, a schedule for the next two weeks at least because um, oh, yeah. <laughs> people were interested in, in talking about those. Deuce what? X, yes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Deuce. <laughs> Deus. <laughs> now I know. Uh, but if you look here on our stream, we have a quite old at this time live stream, right, Mang? I don't know. If yeah. So it, this is Megatron yeah, X playing, a while ago. Uh, playing the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, but this was last week. Don't lie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a while ago. <laughs> um, I can tell from my graphics. I haven't had that set up in a long time. Let's, cheers to that one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pay respects. <laughs> yeah, press F for the old setup from Meg. But, no, uh, pour one out for the old setup. <laughs> but but we have a lot of to talk about these three games. Um, especially Megatron X is our specialist on these three games. She played the three of them on Stadium. I played a little bit of the first two on Stadium. I have finished playing the first one on PS4. In the third one, right now, I don't own it. But how dare you? Oh, I don't know. We will see. I know. There's gonna what be the a heck? special. There's gonna be a Bro, special. How sale. dare you? 
Because I have Temple of Osiris as well. Uh, but that's, that's really a different count. conversation. That's, that's, a, that's a branch that's, out. That's, that's, not, that's, even, like that's a, not even part of it. Yeah, that's like an adaptation. That's literally the five-year-old version of this game. But five-year-olds. So let, let's introduce this game first for everybody who don't know Tomb Raider. I don't know if you're living under a rock or if you are inside of a tomb. You see what I did there? And, all right, that was a bad joke. Uh, <laughs> Tomb Raider was launched together with the last or the, this current gen. It's a 2013 game uh, by Crystal Dynamics. And one of the things that when the game launched in 2013, everybody was blown away by the graphics. And to this day, this one that we are watching here on the stream, which is the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, it's used to compare graphics whenever there's a new graphic card or there's a new system. Um, there's like Stadia, people were doing um, uh, tests comparing this with Stadia. Um, but um, so this is Tomb Raider, it's a reboot from the well beloved franchise uh, with a new Lara Croft, completely dis new designed Lara Croft. Um, Stepping away from Angelina Jolie's Lara Croft. But um, mm. from what I played, well, I, mean, I love the game. If, but if, go ahead, Link. If I can say, um, I mean, they're technically two different timelines. They could still be the same. Except in in this version, you're technically getting um, the early on. Just, you know, her dad just died and everything. So it 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 could still technically go on to the other ones cuz i think the only first one from the movie series if you're going to go off of that i mean was when her right after her father died so those kind of do tie in together but yeah i mean it's not necessarily a brand new it's still the same idea just uh different different time gotcha gotcha um mac do you know anything about the story of this the, the first let's start with the first that you can share with us because I remember you're playing. And by the way, this is a, as people call it, spoiler cast. Um, if you are watching this show, you are expected to see all the spoilers of the game, all the spoilers on the story. So um, if you are not interested in hearing about the spoilers, you probably should stop listening right now. But Meg, please share with us um, your initial thoughts on Tomb Raider. <sighs> Um, so the story has like kind of a common theme that goes throughout. I'm, I'm pretty sure all three games where Lara is uncovering the details of this secret society called Trinity or the order of Trinity. Um, and the more that she learns, it takes her all over the world, of course. And that's kind of the premise of the game as you're exploring, basically trying to catch up or stop what Trinity's trying to do. And the more that you play and the more information that you get about it, you learn that like her personal family history is actually also like really intertwined with this secretive order. Um, and she has like flashbacks into her dad's involvement. And then it turns out like her stepmother was involved. And there's a whole there's like the more that you go into the games, the more of the story you're un kind of unraveling. Um, and it makes it really interesting. And it goes through the whole I don't, well, I don't know the whole franchise, but at least the three games that are on Stadia and not Temple of Osiris. That one doesn't count. We're not talking about <laughs> that one today. But, um, but yeah, it, uh, <laughs> um, and so so that's kind of the that's kind of the gist of it. And she ends up going all over the world trying to stop them. Um, 
and that's basically yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the evil um the antagonist throughout the whole series is trinity um one thing that i remember uh the first one that i played a long time ago it's um you are on a boat uh, on some exploration right and there's um some strong storm your boat wrecks and you ended up on an island and on that island it's already uh, uh inhabited and there's like a, a coat or even worse uh, i remember one of the first scenes uh you are captured you are like um with your feet tied to a rope upside down yeah you guys yeah. remember I like that, that. <laughs> i don't like it at all. i remember that i started i was like yeah, oh yeah. this is like a nice game it's probably pretty like chill and then you start and you're like oh my god and it's she's in like a death chamber with bodies everywhere and she's strung up and she has to set herself on fire to escape <laughs> and then she finally she burns off like the rope and the canvas she's wrapped up in and she falls and immediately stabs herself with a piece of rebar and so like you start out injured and all of your friends are gone and like the story is really good. She especially in that first game, she goes well. Actually, in all of them, right. she goes through like a lot of emotional crisis because she insisted that this expedition visit this island, and then immediately they crash and all her friends go missing, and she ends up like almost dead on this island. And they end up trapped there. They can't get off. And anybody, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. Anybody who tries to escape their thing crashes, and they just end up constantly back on this island. So Lara determines, okay, we have to like break the curse basically so we can actually escape off this island. And then her friend ends up being like, they try to sacrifice her. It's crazy. These games are so good. I want to go play them again now that I'm talking about it. To be honest, the, the, the story of these games are pretty well written, right, Link? So I enjoyed the way that they portrayed a lot of these newer ones. Um, because if you were ever a fan of the originals, they were very... They were very hard. They were very puzzly. Um, you were like very death. I why well, I don't even want to call it death sensitive, but like anything you did, like you would die quick. You didn't really Boom, have a good health died. bar. I mean, every you you died a lot easily in those games, and they were very diff. They were for hardcore gamers. And when they redesigned everything on this one, and I I was like, okay, this looks interesting. I don't want to say that they dumbed it down, but they definitely made it more convenient for new players to get into the franchise they did a brand new kind of story implementation they did a great job of it they brought a lot of realism into the game that made you feel like you were there the immersion kind of made it real the feelings of when she goes through all these traumas or all these you know um death scenarios or close to death scenarios you would just be like wow dude like that was that was either really close or like the way that she died was very gruesome and i was like okay this is pretty cool like the realism in it is there it, it's like you're in this actual character going on this very dangerous adventure you have no idea what's going on and you run into all this stuff so it, it was really well done and um hats off to square Enix and and them for that that was was really good um talking about the a little bit on the gameplay because what um the viewers are looking here um, the gameplay of this game, there are a lot of climbing, uh, jumping, right? And um, it, it's fun, as you were saying, like the deaths, um, if you miss the climb and you die, it's a completely um, mm -hmm. like gruesome, realistic, ah, and then she's dead. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it was intense, man. I, and I think that's what I really liked about this game was that 
that sense of this is really scary like nobody wants to see that at all nobody wants to experience that at all and when you see it it's just kind of like let's try not to do that again Mm -hmm. there are times though where you do have to see it over and over again there's one there's one death scene where she there's like a pole it goes like up like her chin and like through her face I know and what you're I talking swear, about yeah I know you know because if it happens to you it stays with you forever and <laughs> I probably happened to me like 15 times in a row and it was just it's awful but then yeah. it's it's good when you finally achieve it well it, you it's, finally get I think it, it. it that's uh, some part of the um, I think it's called an action sequence that um or a quick time event some people may call it uh, when oh, yeah. you you are going down the hill or something, like uh, I remember clearly, still to my head on the the very first one, like there was some strong rain. She was going down a hill. She would go sliding, and depending on the turn you would make, you get that thing down the chin. <laughs> so yeah, it's still stuck to my head as well. Um, yeah. So um, the action sequence action sequence gameplay on this game is awesome. Very very good. Um, that was a nice. That was a nice addition to it because I think this. That was the time that a lot of uh, a lot of different games were doing that. That whole action sequence stuff, and it, it was slowly kind of dying out. But they they were able to still keep it in there in the minimal spots, um, and they did a good job of it. It was very. It was on the very good cinematic parts of trying to get out, and they made it look good. They made it look good. Okay. Uh, another thing that we can talk about. Um which is common to every single uh, Tomb Raider game, it doesn't matter, in any one of this trilogy, you have the base camp, right? Um, that um, So, Matt, can you explain again a little bit uh, what happens, um, what can you do with base camp? I think it, there's fast travel, uh, gear updates, uh, scavenging, I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, from the fast... The, the yeah her little base camp you can change her outfits which of course is very important for me <laughs> and my viewers we always like to change up her outfit and pick what she's gonna wear and unlock the best ones um so that's important and in the last one they actually I, it could be the second and last but anyways in some of them the different outfits you wear actually affect your stats so that actually can play a role in like helping you um, and you can also upgrade your gear and your weapons. You can customize um, your weapons as long as you find enough like scrap and salvage around the map. And then there, she also has a skill tree that you can customize. So it can give you, like, say you get more ammo when you find it or you find more salvage or combat perks, all different kinds. And so I always find, I always try to keep one or two points in reserve so that if I find a fight too hard, I can go back and customize like nice. her loadout or... or like add some points to whatever and there's climbing bonuses like so yeah you can definitely use your points wisely to kind of help you through the game and that's all at base camp and you can fast travel with base camp which i beat the whole first game and never realized that using fast what? travel <laughs> so you're kidding me you didn't no. use fast travel you're kidding me i beat Dude. the entire first game and i never realized that you could fast travel i just went in a straight i just went straight line through the whole oh game. Oh my gosh. You <laughs> Beat are it. Crazy. You would. You would. Of all people, yeah, I you know. would. Because right? <laughs> so, yeah, playing. I'll end up playing it. If she didn't know now and I actually played it, she'd be like, wait, you can fast travel? What the <laughs> hell? So you could go back and do other things and then come back to where you were, but I just went straight ahead through the whole thing. <laughs> I think that's something that uh, didn't hook me up with uh, Red Dead Redemption. It's uh, the lack of fast travel. Yeah. 
Yeah. Was, I think the only difference between it is with fast travel, a lot of people prefer the whole fast travel wherever you like from wherever point you are, not go to a spot and then have to fast travel. That's a little bit more tedious. Um, and I agree. I don't I don't like that. I don't like that you have to be somewhere in order to fast travel. I think that's that's kind of silly. I don't mind it. I like that realism a little bit. But it's not real. You're fast traveling. <laughs> well, I know, but you still have to put you still have to travel a little bit as if you're making a journey because I'm thinking of like Morrowind was the first game I really, really got into. And there was no fast travel. You had to like take what its version of the train was. So, yeah, to be able to hop around yeah. their campfires is pretty luxurious. Um, I have a question <laughs> to both of you. Um, the tombs part when um, we got to go solve the challenges um there was any specific kind of uh, challenge that you would like more or uh, a tomb that you from the three games that you like uh, still remember to this day that oh my god that part was really cool i i remember the i don't i can't remember which one of the series it was but dealing with the water that those were always the most challenging for me were the ones that involved either moving water or raising and lowering the level because it made it turn the puzzle it added like another dimension almost that you had to deal with so i really liked those ones and i remember i spent so so long dealing on this with this stupid puzzle with rushing water and boats that you had to hop across <laughs> and i swear to god it took me like 45 minutes to beat it and then in the future at some point Link was streaming this game and he came up to the same puzzle and he died only once and then beat the whole thing and I was so mad and I secretly I was so mad I couldn't believe he did it so easily I would like to think that he had seen me and knew what to do but I think he just is just talented at games and I'm yeah. just a loser <laughs> but no, yeah running water <laughs> oh you played it before oh my god yeah, I, I, I had the luxury no i had the luxury <laughs> of playing it well okay so i had the luxury of playing both one and two on console before anything and i could see uh... and i i could i know what i was expecting so okay okay so you'd gone you'd gone through the hardness of like putting it all together and then you oh, were just one like refiguring it out yeah one was like brand new to me when i first did on console it was great is the best thing ever. Uh, best, one, best experience. One of the things that uh, we've saw more than like uh, almost two years ago, uh, when this controller, the founders controller, was uh, presented to us. I'm not sure it was the founders or if it was the white controller, but Phil Harrison using the Stadia assistant button to how to beat a tomb. That was yeah. really really cool, and I, I well, still to this day we don't have that yet. But, Damn you! Uh, Damn you! Stadia! Stadia clickbait. <laughs> right. H had me at Google help. <laughs> <laughs> but Never once done. I think we have that um, again, um, that was a cool, a tremendously cool feature, the way they presented. I still don't know how they can implement that. You click and it opens a video on YouTube and then it goes back to the game. That is going to be uh, interesting to see how it develops um, during the time. Uh, Link, now that we, we, I think we talk about the mechanics and everything from the game, 
Um, do you remember a little bit the story of the second one? Uh, I uh, the only thing that I yeah. remember it starts like uh, uh, she's climbing a mountain, and then she goes. Uh, I don't remember. Well, no. So what <laughs> she's trying to do is um, in the very intro of it, she's climbing through. Um, I forgot what mountains they were, um, if they were the Indies or somewhere else. But so she's climbing and she's looking for a tomb, um, and there's a specific piece uh, to the to a puzzle that she needs. Um, unfortunately, Trinity is the one that's looking for the same thing, and she's basically a race. So Trinity ends up becoming part of this whole uh, this whole series, so to speak. You start from the introduction. Uh, and then in the second one, you learn the, you learn a lot about the ties between her grand, or excuse me, her father and Trinity. the company, and yeah, the Trinity and who they are specifically, and it it may it turns more into of, she's this wanted person, and she has to maneuver around these people, who are basically everywhere. She's one person, or I mean, the people that she's with. I think she's got like four or five people with her in her group but they're all kind of you learn about it that she's she still feels solo in the second one it's it's almost like a movie you have the introduction of this hero you find the the faults in the second series and by the third one you you see the overcoming all of the fear all of the doubt and then finding all these people it's in a collective it's a it's if you've ever watched iron man which to me is one of my favorites it's that same scenario of this is Iron Man, these are his faults, and this is him becoming the true hero that he deserves to be. So, in a sense, it's the same process with the series of the game. You meet Laura Croft and who she's trying to be. You find out the history, the dark history, and her faults and everything. And then you learn in the third one that she lets go of everything and tries to do better for the world or for herself and all this stuff. So, it's a really, really touching um, storyline and stuff if, if you ever get the chance to play i i highly recommend it you will not be disappointed in in this this series at all oh amazing mag <laughs> yeah i just kind of did to kind of expand a little bit on what link was saying she goes through a lot of turmoil with her decisions um and worrying about her friends and then in the third one shadow of the tomb raider correct right <laughs> correct um it gets really intense because she doesn't even know if she's making the right decisions she's getting really involved at the very very start um of that game there's like a a tsunami a flash flood i guess that takes out this whole town and you get to see firsthand like the devastation that it causes and she feels responsible because i can't remember the details but part of the reason why it happened is because she was there and she's trying to interfere with trinity and she's like am i even doing the right thing and she grapples with it the whole game going back and forth trying to figure out if she's almost like playing god by by interfering with these things so it's really interesting it's not just it's not just like a like action and it has the, the story is really really involved um and it's the same writer who wrote um rise of the tomb raider as who wrote lost words mm -hmm. fun fact yeah that is very yeah. interesting i didn't knew that so was, yeah the story like is really really compelling and um it's like they they have really good people who write the scripts for them because you're you're totally caught up in it, and yeah, yeah, uh, that is a, an amazing bridge 
And uh, let's see if down the line, uh, down the weeks pass by on this show, we maybe have the writer joining us to talk about uh, the last words. Lost words. Oh, my God. Uh, did I say that right? <laughs> last, last words. No. <laughs> Those might be your last words. <laughs> Those are your last words. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because uh, I know Mac did a six-hour stream, right, about that game. <laughs> yeah, I just I started streaming it and then I just streamed the whole game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It you know what that happens. Hours. That happens though when you're when you're stuck in a game and I, I can totally understand where you're coming from. When you're in such when you're involved with such a game and you don't want to stop because it's so good, you just go through it and it, it feels you're just like wow, I, really six hours? It took me that long or that short or whatever the case you're just like that was good i want to do it again like let's just go that happened to yeah. me while i was playing um super hot i remember clearly oh, okay. oh my god okay the next level all right just the next level and then i'm gonna stop yep just the next level and then i'm gonna stop and then i finished yeah. the game <laughs> you did in like two sittings right yep yeah dude that's crazy crazy <laughs> that's crazy man Tomb Raider is a nice variety. You can play it for a fairly long time because it's like there's shooting sequences and then there's narrative parts and then there's puzzles and then there's action again. Like it, it's not just like one thing constantly. So I found it really nice to stream because during puzzles and stuff, you can talk a lot to chat or you can be distracted with other things. And then, you know, during action, you have to focus a little bit more, but it has a really, really nice pacing. Like I think they pay a lot of attention when they develop the game over the actual pacing because all three of them, especially the last two I find are really, really nicely paced. Especially uh, yeah. talking about uh, the pace of it, uh, how would you, both of you would approach um, the fight scenes or the fight sequence? Would you go like, all right, it's time to gunfight, or would you go a little bit more stealth? Meg first. I'll let Meg go first. <laughs> um, I found that it's important to use all of your tools that you have at your disposal. Like, I find, especially the last two, if they teach you how to do something, like, you're going to have to use it in the next fight. Or the next couple fights coming up to get past it so if you learn how to like make a grenade from a can like in the next fight you're gonna need to be making can grenades to get through that fight so that's part of what i learned and cover is really important there's a lot of good cover mechanics um that if i don't take cover i'm gonna die link probably has a whole like another level of tactics that he brings and i think we play on different difficulties too i think link plays on hard <laughs> and i and i play on normal i go with normal for tomb raider one thing i remember from <laughs> from cover Mag that you said the ai on this game is tremendously good because if you are on cover they would throw like grenades or something at you to, to you to yeah. get away from the cover it's not like all right i'm just gonna take over here kill everybody and go to the the next part no they I remember yeah. the AI being very good on that part. But and what... they'll try to flank you. They'll come around exactly. to get angles on you, too. Exactly. But what about you, Link? How would you approach or that depend on mission? Um, if I can, I'll try to stay as stealthy as I, as I possibly could. <laughs> um, knowing your surroundings is probably the biggest thing in this, um, as well as knowing what your, what your inventory is like. So, for instance, like Meg said, if you're going to be using uh, explosives... Uh, makeshift explosives stuff like that uh, know what you have especially on harder difficulties know how much of what you have because the higher the difficulty the less 
ammunition or reserves that you have. So everything becomes more of a tactical approach. So if you can kill or take out, I should say, I shouldn't even say kill because don't worry. This is <laughs> don't worry. Um, if you can take down as many enemies without using any of your items, you're in the clear. If you have to use some of them, then obviously you have to, but remember that it's very difficult to come by on higher difficulties. On normal, it's a little bit easier to run around and kind of do all that just because they're easier to make or the materials aren't, you know, they don't cost as much. Of course, in the camp, you can create them or on the go and stuff like that, but um, materials become a little bit more scarce the higher you scale up. So you start to learn how to play more covertly and and pay attention to where enemies are where they spawn from how they how their uh their patrol patterns are and yeah i i try to stay as quiet as possible correct just, just me if i'm out. wrong but you have a a bow and arrow uh you correct have, you have a pistol and you have mm -hmm. um machine gun and, and a shotgun, shotgun. Yep. Shotgun is the best. <laughs> shoddy so forever. Hashtag shoddy forever. The link is like stealth, shadows, <laughs> tactics. I'm like shotgun. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, but that's the, but, the thing. You have only one weapon, which is the bow and arrow to be stealth, right? Correct. Well, I mean, not necessarily. The pistol can be too um, because they can be silenced. Oh, gotcha. You can yeah. craft a silencer? But there's, yeah, so there's three... There's three different things. You can do bow, you can do pistol, or you can do hand-to-hand. -hand. Um, and basically, hand-to-hand -hand is like a one-hit kill, if possible. Gotcha. Can you use environmental things to to do kills? Like gasoline um, or something? Yeah. Yeah, so gas containers are there. Um, red barrels, of course, explosive barrels. Bottles, uh, even... you can make little Molotovs. Mm -hmm. Molotovs is another one. Um, she you can, can even trap do traps those while she's running. Yeah, trap. Oh yeah, there's traps. I never unlocked those. Well, no, like traps, traps. on the on the map that you on can the... use. Oh, I was thinking of the body traps. There's a trap you can put oh. on a body. Yeah. And then when they come to there. investigate it, and then there's that crazy poison that makes them shoot each other. Oh, Tomb Raider's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of different mechanics in the game, but um, a lot of different diversity in how you approach situations. Um, uh, Chris is mentioning here on the chat is this the game where they make a big deal about her hair, physics and her rendering um, the third Probably. one right the shadow of the Tomb Raider I remember seeing some comparisons on Stadia once um, I don't remember which service launched it or if it was on Stadia launch uh, using shadow of the Tomb Raider on Stadia and on Series S not Series uh, well, on Xbox One, One X, X. And maybe on PlayStation 4 as well, Pro, uh, comparing the texture and everything. Because, indeed, Crystal Dynamics made a tremendously beautiful job on this game. This game is gorgeous, doesn't matter the platform. Uh, but here on Stadia as well, has nothing to lose again to any other platform. And we just saw uh, Lara Croft dying on Meg's <laughs> stream. I see that. <laughs> you guys will see that. <laughs> she tried. She tried. She tried. A lot of, I mean, that's that's literally what what it's like. I mean, a hundred percent. That's that's literally what it's like. You have to explore a lot of the stuff and take the leap of faith of okay, I think this is the way to go. I think this is the way to go. And half the time, you're you're taking shots in the dark, and you you think 
the part le- at least the the way less traveled is the right way and it's not necessarily true <laughs> all right it's uh, a great game i have one uh, question to you guys um enough we'll probably start doing this from now on um from a scale to zero to ten meg how would you rate the trilogy um the whole trilogy i would give i would say it gets an eight out of ten that's a good score they yeah it's a really the whole thing is really really good between like i recommend if people are going to play it that you do play them in order and there's a dramatic difference between the first one and the second one in terms of um like the gameplay there's so many things like the first one is a great game and i loved it and i was like this is a great game i i really enjoyed it i'm gonna get the second one and then as soon as you start playing the second one there's so many just like little things that make so much more sense that they improved upon um that it's really satisfying and like i got addicted to rise right away it was it's so well done so yeah i like i would probably give the last two nine out of ten but on a whole as a whole trilogy i would give the whole thing eight out of ten really good games everybody should play them link your score uh honestly probably probably a nine nine point five around there nice yeah um going back to what meg said i think this game from the initial first introduction was one a big eye-opener with a lot of the change that they did but two um in regards to the other two after it right uh excuse me um shadow the tomb raider and stuff um they did a good job of keeping it consistent with also um keeping it well upgraded on a lot of the in-game content and stuff they did a really good job with it and that was probably the most impressive thing is because when we see games it's a lot of copy paste copy paste or you know minimal Mm -hmm. changes or complete changes that doesn't even match the first one here they kept everything very fluid and very consistent along with adding that additional stuff to make it feel like it's another brand new or breath of fresh air they still kept that idea intact of this is what the Tomb Raider is and will be, and we're going to continue doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I rate it really high. I mean, if anything, it could have been a it it could have been a really perfect game. Um, there's just little things here and there, but it, it's very close. It's it's probably one of my top top five, if anything. Nice. Um, a a, that, qu- a yeah, quick question, Link. Um, we we will have Meg talking about this again, but um, if somebody wants to play Tomb Raider, would you say all right? Definitely gotta play in order, or you should um, no, just pick it up. I don't know, Shadow of the Tomb Raider and play because it was the latest one. No, you'll you'll want to play. You'll want to play in order. Honestly, it, it all it all makes sense. If you don't know, if you try to jump into the second one and not playing the first one, you might be lost because you won't know who the people are, or what's going on, or what she's even talking about. Because a lot of this stuff, a lot of one comes into two and a lot of one and two come into three like there's a lot of either flashbacks or just little remarks here and there that will reference back to the older ones that you're just gonna be like well what the hell was that what do they even mean like it mean it just go right over your head so i would recommend if you can do these in order you will not be disappointed it all leads up to the same thing or at least continues over to the same thing meg would you add to that yeah, and I agree with everything Link said. And there's no reason why not to. Like, um, the the first 
game of the trilogy what came out in 2014 i think or 2013 2013 but it you wouldn't know it like it looks great it feels great to play it it's um it's really beautiful the graphics are amazing and they do improve like they like because you know every two years they made one basically so the graphics do get better but it's not like when you go to the first game you're like oh this is so old and it's ugly to look at not at all it's a beautiful game and it's aged really really well like it stands up to the other three um and it's fun like the the story's good the mechanics are great the puzzles are fun so i definitely would start with that one and uh, yeah, I just I think there's no reason not to no. if you want to if you want to play them to start at the start. I I wanted to ask you both this question because I know a lot of people say, "Ah, oh, this is a at this time it's seven year old game. Um, should I play like a seven year old game or like the Rise of the Tomb Raider, the second one, is uh, 2015 and the Shadow of the Tomb Raider it's 2018. By the way, just a quick uh, note here that I forgot to mention: the Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which was the latest one. That was not by Crystal Dynamics. That was by Idols Montreal. Um, I don't know exactly the reason why of the change, but um, although it's a seven-year-old game, the first one of the franchise, you should definitely play because it's definitely beautiful. Um, you will not lose anything, other than losing content because the story on Tomb Raider it's it's really really amazing. Um. All right, guys, I think I have all of the notes, cover all of the notes that I have to talk about Tomb Raider. Um, is there anything else you guys remember that we didn't talk about? I just have a tip for solving puzzles because <laughs> this is what I learned from playing all the games is that Google if you it. are kind of stuck <laughs> to just interact with everything that you can possibly interact with and see what it does, um, to help your mind kind of put all the pieces together. So if I was ever stuck, I would just go through everything in the tomb and move it, put it to the other position, fill it up, empty it, flip it, set it on fire, whatever you can do with it. Um, and then something probably during that process will spark an idea and you'll be like, wait a second, and then you'll solve it. So that's what I always did whenever I got stuck. And I I finished them all. I never had to look up a puzzle answer oh. that i had to do so if you just keep at it once chat told me something because i literally spent an hour and a half <laughs> in a room making no progress and someone gave me a little tip and i hate that but it did save me because i'd been streaming for six hours and i refused to end like on an unsolved place i always will finish on a win and i think they just took pity on me so someone someone told <laughs> me a little a little tiny tip but yeah that's my advice that's all i have to say uh, I would say uh, if anybody playing this game at this point and you are stuck, really, really stuck, uh, you should go look for Megatron X's videos. And uh, <laughs> she had played the three yeah. of them on stream. So you have how to beat every single tomb over there. Yeah. Well, I did all of the storyline. I didn't do every single side tomb right. because I had three games. So, but if you want to like get through the story yeah you can and people have said that because people will be like oh i'm stuck in this tomb and i'm whatever and i'm like okay i didn't memorize them but you can go look at my screen <laughs> and then back 20 minutes later and they're like okay yeah i found it and i did it thanks i'm like okay you're welcome so yeah they're all on there and i have them in playlists so yeah you guys can watch them <laughs> all right link you have anything else you would like to add about tomb raider um i'd probably say i mean 
going back to the same thing that Meg said, like interacting with everything. I mean, the biggest thing is taking your time when it comes to this stuff. Uh, like, like I've mentioned before, a lot of the times it's not really the the road less traveled that makes sense. It's more of the road that actually looks obvious to you. Um, they did a good job with the puzzles in this one to make it not as stressful as it needs to be, but with still a good amount of challenge to it. So that was one thing that I really took out of this game was it almost felt similar to the old ones, which would cause you to pull your hair out because they didn't explain anything on the the game for the original ones of how do you do this? Where do you find this? Uh, you know, all this stuff. And here you have a, I forgot what it's, it's an instinct, right? It's an instinct. Uh, yeah. Right. I believe. You, like you, a buff survival. Yeah, it's you, called you, survival instinct. You, you trigger yeah. with R3, right? Something like that, yes. Yeah. And, it, and it triggers yeah. a black and white, but will highlight things that are either interactable uh, in the map. So it, it's definitely something to, to take into consideration. But yes, look around, take your time, interact with whatever you can. Eventually you will you'll get through the puzzles. Um, aside from that, enjoy the game. Take your time with the game. Really, really listen to what's going on because there's a really big story in it. Yeah, uh, I would just add to that. Uh, if you, uh, and um, um, probably I would recommend, uh, we recommend to um, Dan from City Source, his father-in-law, uh, law he says he loved his ga this game. That he plays over and over again. It's probably one of the games that the three top games he play on Stadia. It's only these three, and um, I would say uh, enjoy. And if you can play one after the other and then the other, so you have everything fresh on your mind to beat the three games. I know there are a lot of games coming on the next mm -hmm. months, but uh, you we always note that uh, whenever you have some. Lack of games to play. These games are here waiting for you. Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, so play them. <laughs> yeah, with, with the partner of the yeah. pun, these are some treasures on the Tomb yeah. Rider. Yeah, Tomb Rider, Tomb Rider, right all the tombs, right all the tombs, right. And there two of them are pro games. That or is true. all three, two. Two of them two. are pro games. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider has been on a special before. For I think twenty, 25? yeah, twenty or twenty-five dollars, and yeah. um, totally don't, worth it. Please, uh, again. it's probably gonna go uh, a huge sale again, maybe close to Black Friday. I don't know. Uh, completely speculations here, guys. Uh, but um, yeah, enjoy Tomb Raider. It's completely great, and um, get the next one, uh, the other one as well. There was uh, just one last thing before we wrap up. Uh, in the month of August. There was some rumors of uh, like it was called a definitive edition of uh, a Tomb Raider game, which will group the all generations, like um, the very first ones uh, from the '90s to then oh, uh, the other ones and, and to so this it'd latest be like an one. Anniversary, right? Yeah, it, it was something like an anniversary uh, collection edition appears to be just a rumor right now but um if at um in, in the future this ended up becoming true we will put it at, here on the description of this video and um on our channels as well which by the way guys um i'm gonna go for the wrap up of the show once again this show is supposed to talk 
one game at a time. Uh, we try to be as condensed as possible, presenting everything about this game. Um, this show is going to be available right now on every single podcast platforms as well, so you can get a handle on the audio version of the show. Uh, the links for these fine people joining me here on this stream. YouTube channels are down the description below as well. It's going to be on the description down the podcast platforms. And uh, it was a pleasure, Link and Meg, having you guys with me talking about uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, get it right. <laughs> Tomb Raider. <laughs> uh, thanks for having us, Eddie. All right. Always a pleasure. Uh, we're going to end it up here, guys, just quickly the the audio part of the show. And um, if you listening to this audio want to continue, we will probably have a conversation right now about Temple of Osiris, which uh, <laughs> it's not technically uh, it's not technically a Tomb Raider game, but it's a Lara Croft game. So uh, we're going to wrap it up here, this part of the show, and let's talk about Temple of Osiris. So once again, bye, guys. Thanks very much for listening. <laughs>